What's up, guys? Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week, we'll cover the topics most important to you, from marketing and selling your products to winning on social media and everything in between. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host, John Malecki, runs a full-time furniture company and his content site, JohnMalecki.com. Over the past few years, we've seen the value of bouncing ideas back and forth. We want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 14. Today we're going to talk about YouTube. I hesitate to get started on YouTube, why use YouTube, and some of the basic ins and outs of the platform. And so I think this is going to be a cool episode because John and I, uh, our, our channels are both fairly new. Uh, so, Hey, what's up guys? It's Brad. Yes, this audio sounds horrible in this recording. I messed up big time and I actually left my speakers on while I was recording. So that is my bad. If you don't want to listen to this episode because it sounds so bad, you don't have to, and I don't blame you. But there's good content, so we wanted to go ahead and put it out there uh, because it's a great topic, and I think you're going to get something out of it if you can bear through. I got everything fixed, has some computer settings. That will not happen again. So Thank you for bearing with us, and again, I apologize for making this recording sound so, so bad. Be good to get some insights. What is up, John? Not much, man. I'm excited to get back into a little more of the casual conversation type content we started out with and uh, and bring some more people onto the YouTube platform. So I'm telling you what, dude, we hit it, uh, we hit it heavy on pricing for a while, so we're going to come up, take a breath. <laughs> talk about yeah. something a, a little lighter but and also speaking of which we will uh be mentioning a little bit later in the show at the end so stay tuned we are working on a pricing product though so uh we're very excited about that but before we jump into the youtube conversation we would like to thank our new patrons over there they've joined the mfp tribe uh over at patreon.com forward slash made for profit and our we had a bunch of new members this week man it was great uh we have brad hubbard Adam Van Essen, Brian Knitter, Walker's Rustic Woodworks, Niall Young, Kyle Bolendorf, Jeremy Conrad, Alex Geralt, and Macon Campbell. So, loving this, man. I think we need some more female tribe members. We have some. I think we, we, do we have need a few, some more. Yeah. Ladies, come on. Come yeah, on. Come join, on. The, join the crowd. I'm, I'm calling out a bunch of dude names. Yeah. Uh, so, let's... <laughs> let, <laughs> Let's get, get some ladies in the tribe. Like get some yeah, ladies I'd love in the to tribe. see that. We'd love to see yeah. that. So yeah, so those are the folks that have joined us over there. We will be doing an after show like we do always uh, that those folks get to enjoy. And as a teaser, our folks over on our patron site will be getting our product. Uh, they will be getting that for free. So that'll be a nice little bonus as well. We'll be talking more of that again later in the show. Uh, John, what have you been up to this week, man? Um, well, I'm battling a little bit of a cold, so if uh, I sound nasally, I apologize. The there's a drastic weather change here, so my sinuses just exploded, and my head head feels like a pumpkin. Um, but I'm combating that with with some pills, and uh, and yeah. So this week we are on a short week, unfortunately. I got a wedding Friday, um, so I will be a half day in the shop. So uh, and we had Labor Day this weekend. 
So I'm installing a kitchen island um, and some custom shelving. I talked about that last week. I'm hopefully getting a video done. I haven't had a video out in two, two and a half, three weeks now. It makes me quite sad on my front. Sorry for letting you guys down there. And then um, what else have I got? I'm finishing up some shop carts. I'm waiting on some approval from the sponsor. And you guys should all be seeing more and more of that on my social channel. So, yeah, that's what I got. What do you got? Yeah, man. I know this this week has kind of been a little crazy with everything going on. So my week is actually uh, going to be shortened as well. So enjoyed the Labor Day weekend, which was awesome. Uh, it, it was just, I guess this is actually the first time we're recording during the day, isn't it? it I, think it, I it believe so. Time. Yeah, but we're trying to get There's, to a new schedule. So, oh, I guess we should also announce also that uh, this episode is dropping Tuesday. So from now on, and last episode dropped Tuesday after Labor Day, uh, that we will be dropping our episodes Tuesdays from now on. That, the whole Monday thing, just with the weekend and, and tying things up on Sunday night, uh, was not working for us. So we are moving over. So you should expect all of our episodes from uh, now until we change it again to be on Tuesdays <laughs> <laughs> yes. for some of these reasons. Uh, so, yeah, so I've been working this week. Uh, trying to get some things done for design for some shop storage. I'm going to be doing some base cabinets, have some other projects that are going to be coming down the pipe as well. But I'm going to start off with some base cabinets for the back of the shop. So I'm excited to uh, get that organized. It is a disaster. Um, and then later this week, actually tomorrow, I'm heading down to Atlanta uh, to do a, a volunteer event. It's going to be really awesome working with some veterans down there uh, with the Home Depot Foundation. So pretty excited about that. Get down there and, uh, put some sweat and work in for some uh, deserving folks. So that'd be pretty fun. That is awesome. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it'll be cool. All about the veteran community over here. I was working with some veterans last weekend. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. I, I saw some of that. I can't wait to see some of those videos that you had uh, that I know you were working with Lincoln uh, yeah. and, and Tim. You've been like, you were like the, you know, movie star over there, dude. You had production crews just rolling in and out of the shop. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a wild month. Um, but yeah, the, the last video we were showcasing one of the veteran foundations here in Pittsburgh, I work with and a couple great people involved with that. So, um, once we have the content wrapped up, all of you guys will be able to see it on my social channels. So make sure you're following me if you're interested. And that's awesome that you're going to be doing something very comparable. We didn't even talk about that. So we didn't, lo- we didn't love, awesome. love seeing that dude. Absolutely. MFP is all about the veterans. Uh, yeah, so that's a great tie-in. Actually, talking video and talking shooting is is YouTube. So today we're going to talk about YouTube. And, and this episode is going to be um, more of a broader thing because I know as we talked with uh, some of the crowd and over on Instagram and over on the, the patron tribe is that um, you know a lot of people just they aren't into YouTube yet is that a lot of you guys listening out there are, are hobbyist woodworkers and you are making products in your shop, but you're not necessarily videoing them. So is this something for you? Why should you do it? Uh, why do we do it? Uh, that's just kind of what we're going to look at. So starting out, you know, why YouTube, it's a little bit easier for me. So John and I obviously are coming from uh, a little bit different backgrounds in the sense that, um, you know, I am now a full-time content creator. So that is, Part of my business uh, is the main part of my business is uh, giving content to you guys in different forms. And one of those forms is video. And that's right now the largest form because uh, that it takes the most time. And is I think it's the most consumed versus the, the blog posts, which are great. Uh, but it seems that, you know, video 
has been trending, especially as you talk around. I know, John, you probably heard this as well, that I think, uh, you know, the blog world and everything like that, even sponsors and advertisers from that perspective is that people are going to video. People want to see video. They want to see the personalities. They want to see it in action versus just seeing static still pictures. Um, you know, what have you, because I know you've been talking with a lot of sponsors lately about different things. What are their opinions on video and, and you know, why they like YouTube or or how have you seen that play out with with yourself? I think one of the biggest um, value adds to YouTube is that it's um, highly searchable and it's the second m- most searched platform um, in on the planet. I mean, there's Google and then Google owns YouTube. YouTube is the number two used search engine in the world. So because of that, what it does is create opportunity to create what what is called evergreen content. And in simplest form, evergreen content is content that doesn't go away after a short amount of time. So if you have things that are properly titled and they're well done, they can be searched for for years, which is beneficial to these brands that are trying to create long-term brand awareness. Um, so, you know, the, getting started on YouTube with brands, that's, that's, that's one of the conversations that they're having is just everyone's loving video because it's becoming more and more consumable across other platforms, as well as it's searchable, at least on the YouTube platform. Um, and then you've seen a lot of competition in other spaces, you know, Facebook's making a huge push for native content on their platform. And then Instagram obviously loves their video. Um, YouTube, you know, is, is the center and heart and the biggest video platform out there and brands are starting to realize it and they're starting to notice. And I think they're, you know, I just touched on a couple of reasons why, you know, even from the, the sponsor side, but from a product side. So I think for me as a digital content creator, uh, it's a great way, you know, we talk about John, just exposure either way, right? So it's a great way to get out in front of people. But then, so what does that mean? Okay, exposure. So why do you care? Why do you need exposure? Well, the exposure is all about bringing people into the sales funnel. And we've talked about that a lot in the past is that, um, you know, your whole goal as a business is to get in front of new clients and to, you know, satisfy your current clients, right? So whether a client is just a YouTube subscriber or somebody that actually buys your products, uh, you know, those are very similar things. And so bringing people into the sales funnel and, and saying, hey, I've got more content that you can consume. I've got a website. I've got an email list. Uh, bringing them in that YouTube is a great focal point or, or entry point for people to come in <clears throat> excuse me, and, and start experiencing your brand in whatever form you have. Uh, and I think that's the cool thing about you don't have to be a content creator and we, we've seen lots of people that are just doing product that are also doing it and not necessarily trying to sell product on YouTube, but just letting people know what they're about, right? Yeah, and, and uh, video supplementing your brand with video is a good way to showcase a lot of things. I mean, you, you touched on product, which is funny because I sell product, but I don't use YouTube to drive um, exposure for my products out of my business. I, I more or less got on YouTube because I wanted to grow the content side of my business. Um, and I learned how to build and do almost everything on YouTube. So for me, it was like a way to sort of give back and, and, and I guess participate in the biggest platform that had an influence on myself. Um, so when it comes to products, what you're able to do from an exposure standpoint on YouTube is essentially create expertise around whatever you're doing. Um, I've mentioned this book multiple times, but guys, if you have not read content Inc, go pick it up, audio book it. I mean, have your mom read it to you, whatever it might be, but you need to be consuming that book. A lot of great nuggets in there. Um, one being that, uh, creating a, 
means of supplementing your business with content such as video and especially on YouTube, you can become the you know, very well-known expert in whatever field you're in for product sales. Now, a lot of us are woodworkers and furniture makers, but in the book they talk about um, a pool and spa uh, installation and sales company who essentially niched themselves into a part of the market where they were struggling and then developed video content around it, used it on their landing page, on their website, and what they were able to do was become the quote-unquote experts in everything that goes into installing and maintaining pools and spas. Um, and all they did was showcase their expertise based on what they already knew and what they were already doing. And they put it out there in video, which is searchable. So if, you know, we're buying a pool and we wanted to search how to install a pool liner, whatever it might be, you know, their video is going to pop up and we're going to be like, Oh man, you know, these guys are experts. Oh crap. They're selling products. It's obviously going to be great. Kind of has that feel to it. So great way to use YouTube for product is to create expertise and based around it, um, based around whatever you're doing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in furniture making. Um, there's a lot of educational stuff out there too, that a lot of us are doing on YouTube. And I think that's the way it's more, uh, that's the way a lot, a lot more of us are doing it, but there's definitely opportunity there from a product standpoint, um, based on what I do, what I was just talking about. And I, and I think that that's, you know, when you think about that, it's the number two search engine is that, you might think to yourself, well, why would anybody ever go search YouTube to say how to install a pool, right? Uh, but the idea there might be that they want to educate themselves, not that they're going to go do it, not that it's a mm-hmm. DIY. Like my neighbors literally are having a pool install. It's been like the longest process. I've just been sitting there watching it from my deck. It, they've been at it forever. It's like an in-ground, you know, the concrete guys have come out like so many different times. And uh, yeah, so that is a whole process. And I can only imagine that getting into that, people would want to know like, okay, what, what's involved? And instead of just reading it and seeing pictures, like having a video where you could show a time-lapse and these days, like with the drone footage, man, I bet that'd be awesome. Like do the time-lapse drone footage of, of the whole process. Um, yeah, that could be definitely educational. So looking at that uh, from the same instance from product sales, uh, I, I think you can use video to your advantage and supplement it just like, just like John said. Um, but I think the cool thing, you know, I, I think as people also look at YouTube and they, I, I know I thought this, right? So this was, I started my YouTube channel. I mean, I grabbed it when I started everything, but I didn't really start doing anything to it till uh, about midway through 2016, I believe is when it was. Yeah. Uh, about June of 2016 is when I really started doing things is I thought, man, should I really do this? There's like so many channels out there and there's these people with hundreds and thousands of followers And like, why, you know, why should I do this? Because I've got zero subscribers right now. This is going to take me forever to get built up. And, and, you know, like, I'm just going to be a small fish in a big, big pond. And I don't want to do it. Like when you looked at it, when you looked at it to get started, John, did you have some of those similar feelings when you looked at it? We're like, oh, geez. Or was it, you know, did you look at it from the other side of, of like, hey, look, everybody's doing it. I might as well do it too. (laughs) <laughs> for me, I didn't really want anything to do with YouTube, to be honest. I had a lot of time being invested in building product and then developing my Instagram and sales funnel and a website and all the other stuff that was going on. And I, and, and I knew the time commitment that goes into creating video content. I didn't really want to, you know, invest that much more time into what I was doing. But after talking to some people in this in similar business and in similar industry, as well as friends and family, they're like, man, we would love to be able to watch you build. They're like, we find it so 
soothing or, you know, oddly satisfying, therapeutic, you know, whatever it might be. But they they just wanted to watch how I made stuff. And, and I saw that as like, oh, you know, this is kind of more entertainment than educational, but it's also educational. So it's like a two headed dragon. And uh, and, and yeah, edutainment. <laughs> but I got started because of that. You know, I had people requesting it and asking if I was ever going to do a YouTube channel. And then I just decided, you know, hey, why not? And, uh, you know, I built a I built a coffee table for my first video ever. It's my best performing video. It's pretty funny. Come <laughs> out of the gate with a grand slam. <laughs> right. And it was just like so thrown together and choppy. And I shot the whole thing on a 50 millimeter lens on my T3i. And now I got the, all this nice equipment and I still can't get a video to perform that well. But besides that, <laughs> I just got started because of other people wanting to see what I was up to. And I saw that it was an opportunity for exposure. Um, and I wasn't really weary of the space because I, I, I thought, you know, Hey, I have something unique to bring to the table, looking at it from a positive standpoint that people might dig what I'm doing because I'm a little bit different than your, your typical woodworker. And, and, and because of that, I, I got onto YouTube. Um, now I remember having the conversation with you and you're like, man, you're killing it on YouTube. And I'm like, well, not really. I just have a video doing well. And you were like, you were signed up and I think you maybe had a video, but you weren't really running at it full bore. And then you decided to get into it. Um, take us back to, you know, why you were like, all right, I'm sick of sitting on the sidelines. I want in and just put your helmet on and ran into the gunfight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that is, that is how it was. So I think there's, you know, kind of, mentioned it a minute ago, but I was like very weary. And, and I've mentioned it in prior episodes too, is that, you know, being a perfectionist, I wanted to have everything right. And I was like, ah, I, you know, I don't want to go in and, and do a, a video on my cell phone. I want to have I said, some, some equipment, right. Even if it was a T3I that would shoot video, like that's still, you know, at the time was way better than whatever the heck I had, like probably a galaxy S3 at the time. Uh, and, 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 you know, like, did my shop have enough light? Cause like I tried some sample video and it just looked grainy and dark and nasty. Uh, and so I, I kind of toiled for a long time trying to figure out, okay, like, do I want to do this? How do I want to do this? And then finally, like you said, so I kept getting, uh, because I was in Instagram and I started doing some Instagram video, like some, some short stuff that I would just record on my phone and, and put up there. And a really great response it was like, Oh man, we like, do you, do you have a YouTube channel? Do you have a YouTube? Like I kept getting that question. Are you going to do builds? Do you have a YouTube channel? I was mm-hmm. like, I, I've got, I've got a blog. I've got one. They're like, okay, great. Do you have a YouTube channel? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, some, some people like, they don't want the blog. They want the YouTube channel. So for me, it was more, it was the same thing. Like you said, that there was like an interest out there and people were asking. And so I said, all right, let's, let's do this. It's time. And I did wait for a while to get the software and the video um, equipment that I needed or that I thought I needed, but which I actually didn't. And so, yeah, so then all of a sudden I, I jumped in and just started going. And it's kind of interesting thinking about, uh, you know, I like what you said about you had something unique to offer. Um, you know, quite honestly, I didn't think about that at all. I knew my blog was performing well. So I, I knew that people liked what I was making. And I didn't know how the YouTube videos would go. Because, like, if you look at me, like, I'm, if you look at a lot of the stuff, like, it's just, it, it's average there's not a lot that's unique uh, except for, you know, what I combine, my experiences and things are unique, but you know, the stuff I build, uh, how it was being presented, like my designs, those things is, is very average and that tons of people are making it. But I think the great thing is that there's a niche. So I looked at it and I said, okay, well here I, I can 
present some humor into it. I can present, you know, then my plans were another value add, I think, that kind of supplement that. But yeah, it was just, I, I think for a while, I just thought, why, why should I do it? And then I thought, well, if I'm going to do it, let's do it right. And then I finally jumped in. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a long time coming. Uh, it was definitely a long time coming. And I feel like that's a, that's, you touched on something great there. I feel like a lot of us go through is that moment when you're like, Oh, I just want everything to be perfect. And I, you know, I don't have X a piece of equipment or I don't have, you know, the best lighting or blah, 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 all the excuses we all come up with, whatever those might be. But uh, essentially, I mean, you just have to get over that hump. And I feel like that's all of us. You know, if you want to be on YouTube, go be on YouTube, shoot it on your phone, get something out there, get the ball rolling, get excited, and then it'll continue to grow as you go. And, And we've both gone through that. Um, and, and I think what we've realized is that <laughs> YouTube's wonderful, but there are a lot of pros and then there are a lot of cons to being on YouTube. Um, and, and it can really become an all encompassing overbearing part of your life. So, I mean, <laughs> since, okay. since, since, uh, since we're, since, I guess, since I'm the one that I'm talking right now, I mean, why don't you start with some of the pros that you think YouTube brings to the table? Um, then I'll jump in with it. Yeah, and, and and I definitely I want you to uh, when you hit in these pros or not, I, I want you to also share about because this is one of the cons, and maybe I'll just kind of start there. Is that I think that YouTube being on YouTube is um, you know I think the best word with it is for it is uh, fickle or maybe unpredictable, right? So you can you can have a video. It, it's very unlike other platforms. So you can have a video that, uh, like you said, your first one, right, is still your best performing video. And you put that out and you're like, right, you had no clue what you were doing. You shot it. You you did it. I mean, great build, awesome build. uh, And, you know, good keywords. What it was an industrial coffee table, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so you had, you know, a good subject matter. So there are some things that are predictable, but then that one went. And then as you come in and you start putting other videos out, I think, what I hear a lot of people, uh, a lot of content creators run into, and I think one of the cons is, is that when you have that one video that pops and then that letdown after it. So it's like, oh, man, like, why are my other videos not performing? Like, I'm putting them in. Like, I feel like this is a better project. Like the one for me, uh, my sideboard project, which was like still is like whenever people ask me on an interview or whatever, like, what's your favorite build? Uh, I'll say it's this the DIY sideboard that I did just because there are so many different um, skills that I used in it and new skills. So use my lathe. Like I just used a bunch of stuff in it and it's just a, a really, I think a nice looking piece. Um, you know, DIY sideboard, not the greatest search term. And so no. it just kind of, it, it went out, it just kind of there and it didn't blow up. It didn't like completely bomb. Um, and it's been out there for a while now. So it's got some views on it, but it's still not anywhere close to some of my higher performing ones. And so you get that, uh, you know, if, if you're really tied to your pieces, that's a huge con of like, if, if your wor- self-worth and like how you're going to feel is tied to how people are going to react to this video, man, you're going to be in for some hard times because it can be like, you're going to put it out there and some of the things that you don't think are going to do well are going to blast. And some of the things that you're really invested in are just going to bomb. And so I think that's a major con is that um, just the ups and downs and the unpredictability of, you know, what you value versus what the YouTube universe values and gives views to. <clears throat> Absolutely. And it's something that we're constantly trying to figure out going back to an earlier episode, looking at the analytics. One, one perk of YouTube is they provide great analytics, um, for, for content creators. So you're able to track 
you know, where views are coming from, internal, external, a main page, you know, search, whatever it might be, gives you a, a little bit of a semblance on how your videos are performing better than others. But it's still, it's, it's, it's very hard. And I mean, you nailed that. It's, it's emotionally hard as well as, you know, just trying to push through the fact that, oh, my last few videos have stunk. Like, I do not want to do this anymore. Because um, you'll have those moments on this platform because it is that hard to you're not it's it's a guessing game a lot and and guess is a bad word I mean if you have a plan and you and you know what kind of content you want to put out there you know stuff's going to perform better than others but also you know you don't know when things are just going to flop and we've both put stuff out there that is just bombed and I mean like thought it was great there's a lot of good searchability keyword was great thumbnails great all of that bombed like no idea why still trying to figure it out and it's been out for months like so that's one that is one con to YouTube, I guess. And I guess we'll touch on cons first because we were already into it. I mean, besides not being able to uh, know how well something's going to perform and, and it's – I think it's the time commitment because we're all out here trying to put video out and, and you don't realize it until you're trying to do one a week that, my goodness, can you really dump some time into, into video production and video um, video creation because – you're not only are you shooting it, I mean, you're then uploading all of it, you're editing through all of it, scrubbing it, lining it up, you know, whatever software you decide to use, um, making sure all your levels are the same, intro, outro, any graphics, like, there's a lot of really quality content creators out there that are putting out some beautiful stuff, and once you get into it and you realize, oh my god, this is so hard, like, yeah. those, those are truly some talented individuals, it makes you really appreciate the ones that are winning because of, you know, the amount of time that can go into it. Um, and, and so you can get sucked really quickly into the, the endless time, I guess the, the, this, what, what is that thing in uh, the black hole of time? And, and that goes into <laughs> YouTube because there's so many aspects that go into it. And it's a, um, when you're winning, it's great when you're not, when you're, when you're trying to put out another piece of content and you've had a couple bumps, Oh man, do you like, just look at that time and be like, Oh yeah. Because you want the payback, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about that. It's like, if, if whenever as a business owner uh, you're investing time into something, whether that's a build or a you know podcast or a YouTube video, or whatever, <laughs> whatever, like you want to get something out of it, right? I mean, you want to, yeah. you know, there's some things you're trying to get out of it. Uh, whether that's obviously, I mean, and all the stuff that we do, anything that we're providing content, we're obviously trying to help people, and that's the great part. And you know, part of that is the great feedback. But then there's also like, okay, if I just put this time in, like, you know, what does that translate to back to my business? And as a business runner and a business owner, <laughs> am I making the right decisions? So, and I think that time thing is so huge because you can spend, and that's one thing I really struggled with at the beginning was spending all this extra time when you want to get those final nits and gnats done and, you, and you've, you've got the video to where you want it you know, in general. And then you're like, okay, well, what if I just adjusted these little things and oh, a few frames and this is me, right? I know a lot of people are just like, you know, run a gun done. Uh, but I got into that where I was trying to like time the frame. I mean, it was like ridiculous. And so at about, you know, whatever, back then it was probably, you know, at 16 hours, I had a video that'd be great. And I sat there and invested another like eight hours. And that for what I got in return for those extra eight hours, was I think that's something nothing, that you learn along right? the way. So, mm -hmm. And also what I would suggest, uh, because this is something that I didn't do, but now I've seen and thought through and heard other people talk about. Um, if you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel, 
do not go out and go look at, uh, you know, Jay Bates and, and Bob Claggett and, and look at and, and Jimmy Duresta, David Chute, and all these guys who have these huge channels and April Wilkerson and all, all those and look at their last video and go, oh, my gosh, go back and look at their first video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go back and look, because I think that when you see there and you're like, oh, my gosh, these people are, you know, they're, they're just such a high value production, like you said, and people are just killing it out there. But when you go back and look at their first videos, it's nothing like they're where they're at today. I mean, when I can think of all of those folks and I think of how they started and that when you look through is that that's part of the progress is that I think the cool thing is, is that you can get better over time and it takes you less time as you go. Right. So I think that's John, what you hit on if, Like if you look at it and you see all these effects and these video and the cuts and the music and the timing and blah, 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 blah. And you go, wow, if I want to get there today, like that's impossible. And that's what I was trying to do when I started instead of uh, like you mentioned at the beginning, just getting started. I would highly recommend just start on your phone and give yourself runway. You know, if you don't have any video camera except for a phone, start there. You know, lighting is probably the most important thing. Get some good lighting and then just shoot it and go. And don't worry about leveling your audio and all this stuff. Like just go and then you can grow into it. And as you do that, you'll get better and you'll get faster as you learn new techniques and new ways to do things. Yeah. So I guess the whole point of this is don't be discouraged by, you know, the the difficulties of the production side of things. They will take you a minute to get a, get your hands on and, and get used to. But definitely something that you get faster with over time that you become more efficient at, as is the use of any new tool. So that's, you know, that that's a con that we bring up, but it's one of the, to one of the pro sides of it is once you learn it, man, it's like riding a bike. It's you, you get really fast. You start shooting more gear towards your editing style and how you like to edit. If you're doing a ton of jump cuts, you end up shooting a lot of shorter cuts. Uh, you're not trying to pull from eight minute, like video clips and all that stuff. And, um, so yeah, don't don't get discouraged, and it's it's going back to you know just get started. Um, not everything has to be perfect, and, and those are two really good, I guess, insights to it. I think the last con that I I would I would want to bring up is the <laughs> is the algorithmic punishment, as I like to call it, because because <laughs> YouTube is a is a, a fickle be when it comes to not posting frequently. And we talk about this on other social platforms because that's exactly how they, you know, it works is consistency is king and quality, excuse me, quality content's king. And then consistency is probably queen. Cause I mean, you're, you're looking at it and if you're not posting frequently, you're not going to get the benefits everyone else who isn't is. And that that's something that YouTube for sure you could see, you know, <laughs> your channel analytics go way down on the time between posting videos. And it can be it can be discouraging because, I mean, it's a time consuming thing. And if you have your, you know, you run your business and stuff, you want to drop a video and you don't, you know, got run into a few issues, blah, blah, your whole week's shot. You haven't got to edit anything um, and, you, and you don't get the post and then all the other kind of stuff goes into it. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know I constantly like get upset with myself because I want to be as consistent as possible, which I just lose track of so much time um, with it. But, yeah, I mean, why don't you touch a little bit more on the perks of posting consistently, I guess, compared to the negative? Because it's not all negative. YouTube's awesome. I mean, I, I love it. It's just there are some 
some some some bad parts to it that make it tough. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a tough thing. And you know, we're hitting. We'll, we'll jump into the pros here because that's that's great. But uh, you know, tying into the being you know punished by the algorithm, I think it's been interesting because I know uh, as we've looked at it, we've looked at and talked about different channels and, and how things react and and whatnot. And you know, talked about even your first video is that I think that I think consistency for sure is it helps you with consistent and long-term growth, right? So the more consistent you are, the, the, the better your overall trajectory is going to be, but you're always going to have those spikes. And if you didn't post a video for four months and then you post a video about, you know, how to build a spaceship for $10 in your backyard to go take your first trip to Mars, you know, <laughs> like whatever that crazy viral thing is. And like, that's just going to explode no matter what. And so, yes, yeah. you know, it's, it, but it, but you're not going to have those. You can't live on those. Uh, it's very hard to continue to put those out. So being consistent, I think the pro of being consistent and putting out content um, that, you know, is, that, you know, is not going to just go crazy. Like I'm going to do this storage cabinets uh, for my shop. Like that's not going to be a viral video. Like I don't have any misconceptions or anything. Like I'm not trying to make that a viral video. I'm trying to make it, you know, a, a building block and we kind of talk about that as, you know, the building block content. So it's something that as I build out my portfolio of projects in my shop, which I have a lot of shop projects, because that's not that's something that's not there. And so I want to fill that in. And uh, projects like that, the more consistent you are, um, you know, the better that those are going to perform and help you get out there. And that it's and when we say perform better, what we're honestly what we're really talking about is like actually just getting to your own subscribers. So we're, we're not talking about like trying to conquer the world here. Like literally your own subscribers, if they have not turned on notifications, um, YouTube will not serve it to them, to all your subscribers. And that's what we talk about the algorithm. So the algorithm, uh, anytime you sign into YouTube, if you're on mobile or near a desktop, um, anybody has a home. So there's a home channel. And that will serve you a combination of new and trending items and, or, you know, things that they recommend for you and things from your subscriptions and performing good in the algorithm. So what that technically means or what we're saying, what it means in lay terms, I guess, is like, are you getting in front of your own subscribers even? Uh, and, and yeah, so that's the part that's tough is like being able to get there. And if you're posting more consistency, consistently, then you have a better shot at getting in front of your own subscribers who might not be thinking, oh, I, oh yeah, Brad's got a new video out because I don't post frequently. Uh, they never know. I post Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. So I just, whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah, style I post. <laughs> and I try to get better at that. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's the pro of, um, of posting consistently is that you can get, uh, you know, you get more airtime in front of your own audience. And then obviously you can also grow uh, along with that as well. Yeah. And YouTube wants to obviously benefit the people using it more often. So the more often you post, the better bump you're going to get, at least it's a theory in, in those suggested videos and search and home and stuff like that. Um, so not to be a deterrent of it because we do love ourselves some YouTube and love ourselves some video production. The, the cons, we, I mean, the cons were, I guess those are three big ones. You know, those are things we've experienced in our time going back to the pros we touched on evergreen, which is a great part of YouTube is that it'll be out there forever. Like I said, my best video has been out there for two years almost, and it's continuing to perform well. You've got some videos like that too. Um, another great part of YouTube is you can drive traffic to 
the rest of your online portfolio. And there's multiple ways to do it. So if you're putting out blog posts, plans, affiliate links, you know, or doing sponsored links and stuff, you can include all of that in videos, which is great. And it's not something you can do on YouTube and it's, and it's difficult on Facebook as well um, because of the way they uh, see, yeah, excuse me. You, you can't do it on Instagram. Um, you can't embed linkage. And so there's some little things on YouTube that you can do to have, you know, finish cards and pop-ups during your videos that are using links and driving traffic to other places, as well as your video description, which is a huge tool. And, and I'll touch on one part of it. Um, you know, just using your, your video description solely to drive traffic to your website and then getting people in your click funnel and providing them with more quality content. A lot of YouTubers will supplement what they're already doing on their website with more content on YouTube or vice versa. They'll drive from YouTube to their website. Um, and it's a great, it's a powerful tool in that sense that lets you kind of wrap up or wrap, or add that other dimension to your social portfolio, or as I like to call it, um, Brad doesn't like the word portfolio, but I do. So we'll go. But, but yeah, so don't, so thinking on the positive sense of YouTube, you know, using it to continue to add value and drive people back to your website, your email, whatever it might be, one great way to use the platform. Yeah, and it's I think telling your story, right? That's the biggest thing. Is that in social media. Um, Instagram, Facebook, you typically have, and you can obviously post videos to Facebook, uh, longer videos, but um, the consumption on Instagram and Facebook are much quicker and faster. Whereas YouTube, people are coming, they're expecting to sit down and watch a, you know, like having a five minute video, that would be considered a short video in YouTube standards. That would be considered, that would consider, be considered eternity on Facebook, right? It's like five minute video. What? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, so Facebook is more in that one to two minute range, one to three minute range. Obviously, Instagram is limited at one minute. So I think the, you know, another pro about the YouTube is that you can tell that story. I mean, there's I've watched like 30 minute YouTube videos before. And it's like where somebody is is going in there and um, showing how they built a guitar or something. You can really yes. get in depth. I mean, oh, God, those videos are so awesome. <laughs> so good. I mean, did you see the one? And I don't even know what it is. The one where the guy uh, built his house, I think it was in Sweden. It's like all by hand. Yes, oh, outside with, with timber framing. and yeah. Yes, that was like, like four, the most epic 45 video. minutes. I think I watched it on a cell phone too, which is more like <laughs> <laughs> you got to as like that, that was the day that you decided to, that you should become uh, have uh, unlimited data. You're like, oh yeah. god, yeah, I literally, my bill and <laughs> literally called my yeah, I called my provider and was like, listen, guys, I need, I got to change this. <laughs> I'm a, I'm addicted, I'm addicted to timber framing and sweet. Yeah, meat. they just build it. He, he like even mixed, he mixed like the mortar, like With he made, it. he my, legit yeah. made everything for that house. And it was just, yeah, yeah. but we'll have a link to it down in the show notes, just because it's an amazing. We'll figure out what it is. It was an amazing video, but something like that, like you, you know, there's not a lot of other platforms where you could do that, uh, and it's a great way to be able to tell a full story, develop a full story around whatever it is, whether that's a small build, whether that's a life. Actually, one of the things, um, you know, one of our buddies, uh, Sean Stone over at Stone and Sons uh, Woodshop, I always. I always mess up woodshop and workshop. So if I'm ever talking about you and I call something workshop versus woodshop, I'm sorry. We should just standardize and have everybody use workshop. But anyway, Stone and, Sean, Stone and, Sean's, Stone and Sons workshop. Um, he had a YouTube video about going full time. 
Yeah, uh, awesome. And he told his story, and man, it, it, it went crazy. It performed really awesome. And so it's like he had this chance. It was a really awesome story about him and his, and his boys uh, and kind of his journey. Uh, and after watching that video, you feel like you know Sean. You're like, oh, man, like I really have a great feel of who this person is and what they're about. And so I think that's the coolest thing is you can tell your story, whether you're legit telling a story about your life or if you're telling your story of what you do through consistent videos over the course of time, uh, it's just a great way where people, after they've watched your YouTube channel for how many of your videos, you know, five or six videos, they, you know, when they watch you, John, they're like, yeah, I know this dude, he's got American flag tattoo. He likes to pack heat and, you know, <laughs> he's a big I mean, dude. Like I, I know. Yeah, he's John. definitely not going to listen when you tell him not to cut nails and wood. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. me. And he hates salt. He hates salt plates. Yeah, they, they look that and they're like, okay. And so it's just a great way. Um, I think that's that is the a good biggest way to tell pro. a story. That's the biggest pro about YouTube. Is it it just you can tell everything about yourself and however you want to shape that. And you can shape yes. that yes. whether you never show your face at all, whether you never um, you know, show your face or even do voiceover and just do builds, like that's that's telling another story. And then there's like some mystique, like who is this person and what do they do? And uh, you know, who are they? So it's kind of cool. Like you can, you can present it however you want to. Yeah. And that's, that's probably like, I, I agree. It's probably the most valuable part of YouTube is you get to tell a story. You get to do it in a little bit of a different sense, put a name, excuse me, put a face to what everyone's used to seeing or not, or, or just create a persona um, and, and put that out there for people to appreciate. So, you know, those are, are they, we love YouTube. We've had our ups and downs and our, and our the brutal, um, waves of a relationship that is anything in life, I think. But, um, you know, a few tips for you guys, if you do want to get started, um, there's a lot of great tools out there and we'll have them linked down below, but to get started, a few of the tips that Brad and I have come up with, um, essentially it goes back to what we give tips on for everything we get to say here on made for profit is have a plan. You know, one thing we learned early on is, just throwing stuff out there to kind of see what sticks and what kind of content is going to work for you. It gives, it makes that learning curve and all that disappointment of not performing well, take much, much longer. You know, tip to get started is if you like to say, turn pens or do bowls or whatever it might be, have a plan for the type of video you're going to put out there and then tweak that as you go along. Um, I got started, you know, I did a burning video, cutting more video, dining table video, cornhole video, you know, shop video, finish video, quick tip. Like I was all over the place and the channel was performing all over the place because of that. To get steady growth, have a plan, follow that path and tweak it along the way to make it more interesting. And that is a better recipe for success early um, because it is hard early. Um, and and that that's, I, I, would, I would say that's my tip to getting started on YouTube. <laughs> I, I love that of, um, you know, basically do more of what the audience likes, right? We've talked about that. And so just, a, a you know, another differentiation point of doing that um, and back to kind of what we've said before is, you know, take stock of why you're doing it, right? And so I think what John and I are saying right here is uh, if you are trying to grow and serve your audience, that's, you know, you can take that approach. There are other channels that they say, I don't care what, you know, I don't care about the numbers. I don't care about this. Like I'm building what I want to build and I'm putting it out there and whoever's going to come is going to come. And that's a great way to do it too. And some people really succeed. Then then you're, you're kind of at the mercy of, okay, well, you know, is there that audience there? So if, if you're going to say, I'm not worried about what, how things perform. And if a cutting board video really does crappy, um, <laughs> then, uh, you know, I'm not going to do any more of those. But if it, 
if you if you're just going to build what you're going to build, um, then you are going to have some of those ups and downs. But I think when you look and and like John said, he did a, a bunch of different styles, uh, and then coming back to it, you know, it's like okay, well maybe I should build some. You know, they really like this industrial coffee table. Uh, you know, so what are some other things I could do around the industrial design, or was it is it the reclaimed wood? And so there's again, you, then you have to kind of hone in. Well, do they just really like coffee tables or was it the, the metal work I did or was it the shots? And so, um, you know, those are the things that as you go through and look at your channel and start posting videos, um, you, you know, there's a lot of learning in the beginning. And, and I really like that idea about, um, you know, testing the wires and pivoting, John, and, and having a plan going in. Um, some of the things that I'll say, you know, tips on getting started. There are a few resources that I found uh, really helpful online and you know, go figure, they're on YouTube, um, would be uh, Tim Schmoyer has a channel called videocreators.tv. Uh, go check that out. He has a wealth of information about, I mean, just everything from the algorithm to, you know, how to get uh, subscribers, how to start the channel, uh, anything new and upcoming in YouTube land. Um, he is a great guy. There's another one called Daryl Eaves. Um, yeah, Daryl's good. good. Yeah, I, I prefer Tim. He's a, he's a Cincinnati boy, so I prefer him. But uh, <laughs> I think he's very relatable, great information. And then YouTube has uh, an actual channel called YouTube Creator Academy. And they are all about helping people coming on board as a YouTube content creator. So uh, obviously, that is a great place to start as well. Lots and lots of videos on there that you can check out, again, from anything from lighting and, and production to, you know, what is trending? What are all these features of YouTube? How do I do this? How do I do that? So you can go check that out. We will have um, links down below to all those again. But I think there are a lot of great um, resources out there. And, uh, you know, if you type, I did it right before the show, I typed in like how to start a YouTube channel into YouTube. You know, it's like <laughs> you could never stop watching those videos. I mean, there are Tens of thousands of videos. Yeah. It's constantly changing too. Channel. Exactly. That's a great point. That is a great point. It is. Even even just the setup. Uh, yeah, things definitely change of how, uh, even how you can register your account. So make sure you're staying up to date on that. Um, and look at current information, not, not past information uh, to start a channel. Yeah, for sure. And that's everything. I mean, all of these digital platforms are constantly changing, constantly adding new features, taking stuff away, changing the algorithm, wanting things to get um, better and better and better. And they're doing that for us as content creators. So Brad nailed it. You can't go wrong with watching videos that are being put out there on how to create better or newer content um, because what worked a year ago is going to be different um, today. And and so that's some good stuff right there. Yeah. And, and I, I think the biggest one on even, I know you'll hit them with the takeaways here, John, but my, my biggest tip is exactly what John mentioned before is just go get started. Um, don't wait because you're going to learn more getting started. You're going to learn more uh, by screwing stuff up than you will uh, by sitting on the sidelines and just waiting and being like, Oh, I don't, I don't have time to do that. or I don't have this or that. And if you, if you're only going to put out one video a month, no problem. I mean, if that's how you're going to start, like that's, that's solid. You're still going to learn and it's going to be a great way to figure out, even if you like it, you might jump into it and be like, man, this is not for me at all. Um, or you might get into it and be like, this is the best thing ever. Like, I love it. So I think those are the things you'll learn as you get started is what do you like? What don't you like? And that'll also influence the shape and form of your videos. So 
but just get going because if you don't start, then you you won't get any of those learnings until you get one out there. Um, but before we jump into the takeaways, John, any um, like tips on what helped you when you first started it? Maybe like a piece of software or uh, you know music or anything, or was there anything that got you started that really helped you out? Yeah, so couple couple different things. One. Um, there is free editing software out there. I got started on iMovie and I, I, I don't know, Brad, do you know any other free ones that are, that are quote unquote available? Um, no, I was, cause I was going to say the one that I started off with was not free. I think like windows media, so, you know, you're talking Mac, I'll talk PC. Um, there's windows movie maker, which I think is just not good. Um, so from a windows perspective, I started on, Sony Movie Studio, I believe, and that was like fifty bucks. And you know, so I, I know fifty bucks is not just a drop in the hat, but for the fifty bucks, I think it's well worth the price. Um, and so that would be, you know, that's the one I started with, and uh, but then I I quickly moved out. But I know there are some free ones, John. I don't know the names of them. Yeah, all right, so we'll do a little research there and see if we can find some some more free software. But for all of you using Mac, iMovie, great way to get started, really easy to use, really intuitive. There's a lot of big channels out there that still use it. Um, so one little tip to get started is, you know, look for something free like that, get your feet wet, go from there. Um, another thing is I was using music a lot in my earlier videos. Uh, what's great now that didn't exist then is YouTube has – once you become a creator, their um, copyright free music library, which you can use, which is awesome. So don't be don't be afraid to not use music because you're worried about copyright. YouTube has a plethora of a library to use that. And then I, I know I use a couple paid sites that I pay for subscriptions for. And there's some of those, too, which we will leave links in down below if you're interested in those. Um, last tip would be to. Think about your titling and your thumbnails as what's going to visually capture people to watch your videos. Something I struggled with when I got started was, you know, I used to dump a lot of text on my thumbnail and I used to take photos of whatever was going on in the video instead of having a nice, clean, very definitive beauty shot with a title that was crystal clear, short, and easily consumable, stuff like that. So there's a lot of great videos on YouTube if you just search, you know, how to, th- how to create a good thumbnail, all that stuff. Um, so, but, but be thinking about it. A lot of the information we give you here on Made for Profit isn't the answer to your problem. It's more of how to think about your problem to go find the answer yourself because everybody's different. So those are three little tips there um, that I used early on to get started that I think I wish I would have had <laughs> when I did when I did jump on the platform. Yeah, and just as a as a bonus tip onto that, uh, do not you know grab MC Hammer, Hammer don't hurt him, and you know throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, do not yeah. put in do not put in copyrighted music. So um, you will that is not a good way to start your uh, YouTube channel by getting a copyright infringement. Uh, check on you because there are things that you can't do after you do that. So do not use copyrighted material, uh, which would basically be any CD that you can buy from the store uh, or on iTunes, unless it specifically says, you know, and, and there's all these things that you can do research on, but um, you know, creative commons and, and all these things about sharing, but be very careful of that. Anything that, that John mentioned in that YouTube studio, there are two things in there that you can basically select like, everything is free to use. It's whether you have to give it attribution, which is basically, you know, in the description, you would say music by, or actually 
you'll see people do it in the video. But just be very careful with that because um, YouTube does take that very seriously. And uh, if you get you know copyright infringement marks, then that will have negative impact on your channel, like legit, like long term. There are things you can't do, even with one strike. Um, there are things that you can't do uh, when, you, yes. when you get that. So so be careful about that. All right. So into the takeaways. Um, Brad knocked it out of the park, so I won't go too deep into it. But my first takeaway is going to be, don't be afraid to jump on YouTube. It's an awesome platform, has a lot of great benefits to it. Um, so get yourself uh, a plan or whatever you'd like to be shooting with and go full steam ahead. We 100% condone being on YouTube. It's, it's done very well for both of us. Um, and we think that there should be a huge party on YouTube with all of us and we can all meet up there. All right. <laughs> Um, second takeaway, be ready for the unpredictability. Um, a lot of the insights we give to using social platforms, especially Instagram, you will see growth over time. If you do implement what we're saying, YouTube's a little bit more of a guessing game. There's going to be that, uh, that bit of time where you're kind of just trying to guess and see what's going on. Um, but be consistent. And once again, have a plan. A plan is going to be what you can, uh, change and tweak in order to see what's performing well and what isn't. And then lastly, I would say do some research and be willing to learn from others who have been there before. Uh, YouTube is a greatly resourceful platform as well, which is awesome. And it's also searchable. It's hard to learn this stuff on Instagram or on Facebook to go and figure out how to win there um, on those platforms natively when YouTube has those tools available for you. So search around, see how to get started, see how to create thumbnails, see how to title and tag and you know what best practices are. There's great resources on YouTube itself that can really, really help you there. YouTube wants us to win. YouTube wants you to produce good, great quality content and keep people on YouTube, which is an awesome part of it. So don't be afraid to, uh, to jump on, do some research and you're gonna see some success early if you do it right, I think. Yeah, I like that. Great takeaways. Uh, it, it, just from a homework perspective, I'll just I'll put that right back into what John just said is is um, is go ahead and do that research. Look at what you like, what you don't like uh, and start forming what that looks like. And if you've not jumped in. So and then that this would be right. So we're talking about for a lot of people who haven't jumped in. If you've not jumped in, our homework would be do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Create a video. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> what movie was that from? Was that from uh, Starsky and Hutch? Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so yeah, just, just do it. And and, and uh, my tip would be uh, record less video than more for your first one because there's nothing yes. worse yeah. than sitting down for your first video and having 12 hours of video to edit. Don't ask me how I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So on the on the outro here. Uh, coming out of the pricing series, we just wrapped that up last week. Uh, we've had tons of requests for a pricing spreadsheet. I teased it at the beginning. That is what uh, John and I are working on is an actual automated spreadsheet. So this would be a first product uh, where it's a plug and play pricing spreadsheet. You can put in your labor rates, put in your materials, put in your margin, your markup, all these things. We're going to have something together that you can use to help you price your products and evaluate what you're doing um, and make sure that you're getting priced, uh, you know, accurately or in a spot where you're actually going to make some money for your business. So we are actively working on that and we will let you know more. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram at made for profit or sign up for the email or made for and you will 
know, and obviously we'll be talking about it on the show. Um, the second thing I wanted to hit on was uh, we have the MFP behind the scenes over on Instagram has been awesome. And we've gotten like so many cool shots. Um, oh, yeah. But, but what, what did we realize, John? That we're not getting all the beauty shots. <laughs> uh, a lot of behind the scenes and, and, and that's fantastic. But we definitely want to see all of your finished product. And um, it makes it a little bit difficult to search because we do have – you know, our own channels and a lot going on. So to help us all see more of what's going on with the MFP tribe and the MFP community is a brand new hashtag brought to you by yours truly, Brad Rodriguez. Um, and <laughs> that's going to be hashtag MFP beauty shot. Um, and essentially what it's going to do is give us an opportunity to showcase you guys and girls who are crushing it out there, make it a little more searchable and easier for us because we do find tons of inspiration and love sharing what you guys are working on. Absolutely. So hit us up, MFP Beauty Shot, over on Instagram. Use that hashtag, and uh, we will definitely be featuring some of those. We want to see all these products that you're pricing. And uh, when you shoot them up there, John will reply back with price down to the cent of what you should be charging. Yes, and I'll have taxes for every county on in the East Coast included. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to have we'll – have, have a special on that all right well that is gonna wrap it up uh we're gonna jump into our after show today we're gonna be uh talking about some uh some instagram as well as uh you know looking at tips of, of how you can get into facebook a little bit more and advertise how do i do advertisements um, in a way that's not corny, but that's effective. So uh, we're going to be doing that for our patrons. Again, if you want to get in on that, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit. There'll be a link down in the show notes as well. And we would love to have you over there. That'll be it for today. Let's go pummel this after show, John. What do you say? Let's, let's do it. All right. So thank you guys for checking out the show. If you'd like any more information, you can head over to madeforprofit.com. We'll have our show notes as well as our email list subscription you can sign up for. There you'll receive tips of the week as well as all of our other actionable content. If you're digging the show, we'd love to get a five-star review over on iTunes and we would greatly appreciate that. If you have any other questions or suggestions, you can email us at madeforprofitpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love any of your input as well as any of your future show topic suggestions. You can hit us up on Instagram at madeforprofit where we will be answering your questions and giving out tips to help you grow on your own social networks. So once again, we really want to thank you guys for tuning in and we will catch you on the next episode.